Hi guys, it's Nathan from Headbangers here. Uh, today we're doing our January bangers. Um, very heavy death metal list, I will warn you. But if you like your death metal, you will appreciate it. But yeah, we talk about you know releases from uh from January. Been a good month, really. Um, can't complain. It's been a good start to the year. Um, so yeah, that's the episode for today. Um, by the way, whilst I've got you, uh, if you like the podcast and you want to support us, we've got Patreon. Um, and if you want to leave a like and subscribe, uh, that'd be appreciated too. As well, leave us a rating on on so on the not social media platforms. What am I saying? On uh, streaming platforms because it really does help us out in the algorithm. And don't forget, head over to socials and give us a like and follow. Uh, every everywhere it's Headbangers Podcast, except for Twitter. That's Headbangers Pod One because the username was already taken. But yeah, without any further ado, please check out the interview now. Hi, welcome back to the Headbangers Podcast, where your hosts Nathan and Brad today. We've, I think we've missed quite a few months, but oh well, it's, it was holiday season and then it's January, you know, a lot of things to catch up on, but we have the January bangers now, new year, fresh year, new bands coming out, new songs coming out. Um, I've got to say, it's off to a great start. You know, we've had some ones returning from bands that we love, also from new bands that are absolutely smashing it. Um, what do you think about January, Nathan, for I think so far, heavy music? So far, some good shit. Has been released in January. Death Metal releases this this month has been fucking good as well. Oh yeah, this gets better and better. Death Metal, doesn't it? Yeah, Death Metal releases have been good. I've noticed quite a few albums, but there's been like just I don't know it because normally bands would miss January as a release time. Bands do normally miss January, and it's more normally March where we tend to see this. But yeah. now everyone's kind kind of just dropping everything now. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think um, it's been a very packed month, which is surprising, you know, for some great singles. Uh, Nathan, kick us off with your first choice. Oh, this is in no, but well, oh, the top one on my list is actually my favourite. So I might want to, I might leave that till last. It's not in order, by the way. Let's pick whatever you want. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, my first one is, is Sanguistabog. Sanguisuga Bob, mate. Sanguisuga Bob. Fuck. Mate, mate, it's a hard <laughs> name. You know, I've spelled it that many times, my phone actually autocorrects it now. So I don't have to keep going to the fucking Spotify to get the spelling. That's what you need. But yeah, my first one is Sanguisuga Bog. Face ripped off. <laughs> what a fucking banger of a Absolutely. track. Like, what a fucking... Mate, bit, it, the riffs in it are fucking face rippers themselves. Like, music video, you know, it's a bit like... Probably bit, one of the most disgusting things I've seen. But, you know, it, but yeah, I mean... It's death metal. We didn't to expect. Yeah, I mean, honestly, but that track is fucking amazing. Like, it's got fucking... Um, oh, what's he called? Aaron Heard. Aaron Heard from fucking Jesus Piece featuring as well which i didn't know which section he featured in i watched like, the music video to, yeah to I, see it. and i feel like it's a compliment to his vocals because like it kind of blurs into into that death metal fucking vocal line that you know devon from from uh, sanguisugabog has um but mate straight off the bat when he just when it kicks in it's like and it's like dun, dun, fucking, dun, 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 dun. the fucking bell the fucking bell they knew you know what oh. i mean like 
that's my favorite thing about Sangrasuga Bob. It's like it's like the drumming, like because it's so distinct. Like it's every every time he hits, it's just like it overpowers everything, but in the great way. Like sometimes you know, there's bands that have tried that, not to name a few, but you know, then when the drums have not been exactly right and you can hear everything, but I think it works for Sangrasuga Bob because they've got this primitive, raw death metal sound. And I honestly think that they're one of the most interesting bands in the whole genre right now. And they're not even yeah. like trying to, you know, go too wild with it. Like they strip everything down to its bare minimals. And I think that's why they're so great. And amazing. It's, too. it's just pure unadulterated caveman riffs. Every yeah. fucking riff they ever make, you can mosh to. There's it's no groovy. Uh, And groove it, yeah. That's what's weird about it. It's like, this is hard, but it's also like got a bit of a flow to it. But yeah, what a fucking track as well. Like they, they obviously they released more like earlier on in January, and each one of them, like they released two other tracks. Each fucking one of them were ba- were bangers as well. Just oh, off yeah. the fuck, yeah, I listened to it. I was like, this is fucking, this is all I need. And I've been listening yeah. to it like every day since it's been released. Just like what more such... to what Go more on. to put um you know a nail in what we say about you know hardcore and death metal kids together than having Aaron Heard and. Sangra Sugabob together and it just proves how much better is it? You know what I mean? Salt on your chips. Yeah, adds I, a little more flavor. I don't I honestly don't get the people that are like, I don't like the new wave of death metal. It was better than fuck you. It's not as How can you listen to it and go, Yeah, no, I don't like this. Like, if you're a fan of death metal, like I, I fucking love this shit, me. Like the new death metal that's coming out, I love it. The old death metal that came out, fucking love it too. Like it's just like it's it feels like we're going through another resurgence just like how we fucking did in the 90s and we've said it a million times before but we'll say it again it's a fucking great time for death metal you know oh, yeah. like there's been we've been tre- truly in january specific, specifically with death metal tracks but honestly this fucking track man oh oh it's so yeah. fucking good beautiful just so good beautiful it's hard to describe how good it is. <laughs> yeah, just listen to it. I mean, if Sanguasuga were about on your radar, then please check them out. Um, my next one, if we're on the death metal train, is a band called Conjureth, a blood romance. <laughs> now... I, I kind of like just discovered these uh, quite recently. I didn't really know anything about them. Uh, but I honestly, the reason why I checked them out is because I thought the artwork was sick. Like, I loved, like, the sort of, like, toxic waste, like, spreading, like, oil painting type thing. I don't know if I'm describing it well, as you can see. I mean, I've been to the Louvre, I don't understand art. <laughs> but I enjoyed yeah. this. I, yeah. I enjoyed this album cover a lot more than Your the Mona Lisa. Your take on the Mona Lisa. Your fucking take. It's just a fucking painting. Well, is that what you, that's what you put in the group chat on it? It's, it's just like a fucking shit, painting. Four piece of paper. Yeah, shit. But it's the, one of the best pieces of art. The more you look at it, the more detail you realise. Yeah, which is how I felt about Conjure. The Louvre was fucking, was wasted on you. Yeah, fucking fuck Van Gogh. You don't even know how to draw some flower. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Louvre, but I love Conjure. Yeah, no, it was, it was great to be honest. Like, um, as soon as it came on, and I loved every minute of it. It's sort of like controlled chaos, like from start to finish, like it doesn't stop for a moment to catch a breath. You know, it's one of those types, because you've got like, you know, the slow, doomy death metal, but then you've got like that sort of chaotic, so kind of cryptopsy style death metal, which I loved. Um, You know, it's very raw. The production is like kind of primitive as well, but in a good way. And I think mm. it just wraps everything together in a, ni- a nice little bundle. So yeah, yeah. No, big fan of Conjurif. 
when I when I was listening to it, there was like a lot of moments where because it, it starts off and you're like, oh okay, and it gets just progressively heavy and you're like, okay, okay. It's like you know, <laughs> you ever seen that? It's like a uh, that TikTok thing. It's like that, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough slices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I felt like when I was listening. Going, you know, that that that's enough. That's that's enough. <laughs> but it, it just slaps. It just keeps getting progressively harder and harder and harder and harder. Uh, I, I thought it was the the technicality behind it as well was really interesting. But I also thought like the the riffs were going mad, but they want like so to the point where it's like, yeah, now you're just kind of just making guitar porn of a guitarist yeah so it could have been riff salad but like it wasn't yeah. and i think that's i think if if anyone was going to listen to death metal and wanted to know how to do it without overdoing it i think this would be conjure like because they just tread the line very thinly but in a very yeah. good way you know i think you've got to create chaos and sometimes like death metal is not meant to be completely nice on the ears like it's got to kind of challenge him and i think this is like a, a challenging song but amazing at the same time it just captures exactly what like that side of brutal death metal should be Oh yeah, definitely. That's why I thought. You know, I don't. I don't really normally like the the ultra technical stuff, but I did actually really appreciate this because it did actually still strip it back, and it was still a song, um, which is why I've always liked you know like Arch Spire because they yeah. use the technical stuff and and you know like still make a song out of it. And I got that very. I got a vibe of Arch Spire in there in some cases when when especially when they're doing like the trempic sections, um, mm. that's in the track. Yeah. At least I think they're trend picking. I don't know fuck all about guitar, um, but it sounded it sounded <laughs> like they were doing yeah. It sounded like they were doing no sweet picking, sweet picking. It sounded like they were doing some kind of sweet picking. Um, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed the track. Um, and for once, I actually listened to every every song you sent me. We didn't just yeah, wing it. Yeah, we're, yeah, we've we're come breaking. prepared today. Yeah, we've come prepared. Um, but we you know, it was actually the jam bangers. Banger of a track. I was I was listening to it while I was cooking. It was really nice. Just like you spill know. all your food everywhere. Like... <laughs> See, mate, the seasoning was all over the place. It was kind of like fucking throwing yeah. it. Gla- bits of glass in, in in the in the in the bowl, you know. Yeah, I, I mate, I threw everything in there. Threw the entire cabinet in. Bits of chi- bits of uh, MDF. Throw, throw the dog in there. <laughs> yeah. Throw the dog in there. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> but my my next one is a sleep token. Chill cold. Now, mm. they released that other track. I can't remember what it's called. They released uh, three other tracks, actually. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot, but I'm talking about... A lot of sleep token. The one that they released alongside this one um, that has that kind of that funky ending. Yeah, that was going to be my choice. Um, but Chokehold's also good. Well, that, I preferred Chokehold. And it, you know what? I knew, knew I said to Bangers and Mosh, I was on a hater mode with, with Metalcore. And that is still true, but Sleep Token gets a hard pass. I don't know if even Sleep Token classes Metalcore. They're just doing their own I thing, would, aren't they? I would Reckon. class them. I would, yeah, yeah. I'd class them as Metalcore. But, like, you know what? I just love the hook in it. The vocals in it are just so, like, so fucking well done. Yeah, I mean, like, all the little all the little subtle things that he does does with his voice throughout. Uh, it's just like a really... It's, it's, re- it's kind of like a really relaxing song to, like, sort of listen to, for me anyway. Yeah, it's sort yeah. of like hypnotizing, like, you know, it's like, you know, I got you in a chair cold and it sort of repeats and usually I don't like that, but I think of Sleep Turk and they've got this sort of mesmerizing 
way that they can hypnotize you in a way. And that's what I the liked piano. about it. The yeah, piano the piano. It was really fucking good. Like I loved the, the, the piano work in it. And that's why I, oh, it's yeah. the summoning. The summoning is the other track. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's why I preferred it over the summoning. I didn't really like the funk bit at the end. Oh, I did. Like, I, I know I, I, here's the thing. I liked it, but I think it would have been better in another song. Because mm. I thought the summoning was like a really heavy, like, heavy song for Sleep Talking. Like, it actually showed, like, some of his screaming. But then that, like, that bit, it felt like a bit that didn't have to be there for me. It's interesting because, like, I don't know, I've got a totally different vibe about um, the summoning. I mean, that would be my choice for Sleep Talking this month. And, you know, Sleep Talking is also definitely one of my favorites. Um, I think what I thought about it was if someone was to, like, say, what what does Sleep Talking sound like? I think that song is like a trailer for them in a way. Like, it starts off, like, very sort of somber you know, mm. typical sleep token building atmosphere. And then you've got like the really fucking heavy bits, which is probably some of the heaviest they've gone. Like, you know, bar gods and shit like that. Like, you know, the fucking riffs in there when it just picks up and gets heavy and heavier. Then you've got that sort of like elevator sounding lo-fi music. And mm. then it goes into like the funk at the end. I, I kind of liked it because it's sort of like an homage to everything that they've done. And it shows like this is who the band is. Like, you know, they've got all these different sounds. And even just in the four singles that they released, they all sound super different. And that just yeah. is just shows how talented the band are. I thought though the first two they released, th- this one and the summoning, were better than the other two. And I might get a I'm, a, I'm, I'm a big fan of Aqua Riga, to be honest. Like the really like slow electronic one. Oh mm. that's no, see, lovely. See, I you know, like I don't know. I don't I don't I don't really like the I, I like slow when it comes to Doom, but like the, the <clears> more electronic stuff. I kinda like more fast paced. Um that but that's just my personal like preference. But yeah, no, I really liked Joe Like I just thought it was yeah. a really solid, solid song. Like uh, and again, my favorite part is the piano parts and how it like sort of blends with his vocals really, really fucking well. Um, yeah, no, I like I liked as well. I think it's like quite near the start of the song when he's like he's he does like a vocal line, but then he managed to pick it up an octave higher. And I was like, oh, I love it when he does that. Yeah, no, that that was really do good. Do it yeah. again. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do the work. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I'm so excited for the new album. Like, I, I mean, say what you want about Sleep Token. I know that they've definitely turned some heads and they've definitely turned some heads away. You know what people think, but it's what's happened when a, a band gets bigger. You know, people have got something to say, but you can't deny the talent and his voice is just one of the best in music right now. Yeah, well, the thing is, I, I really love him. Um, and a lot of people think that they're going to have like sort of a moment. And I know Finn McKenty did a video on it. Yeah. And I kind I of agree with, I, I agree with Finn. Um, I think they are having a moment, but I think they need a little bit, some more, something else to have a full moment, like a Lorna Shaw moment, where they blow up mass to a massive scale. I don't think that um, is going to be that way for them, because I think Lorna Shaw is different, because when his when To The Hellfire came out, you know, that was like, almost like vocals that we haven't heard before, like he just took it to the next level. So I think the extreme part mixed with TikTok, mixed with going viral, is what happened. Well, Sleep Turkin is sort of being progressively just getting bigger with every album. It's like a slow burner. Mm. But it's going to be interesting. I definitely think that they're having a moment and I think they continue to get bigger. I mean, like literally they did a tour recently in the UK, sold it out almost instantly. Same with Spirit Box. They they did like fucking Manchester Warehouse and then they sold it out within two minutes. 
mental. I know. Was that the gig you that. sent me? Because I wanted to go. Yeah, it's gone. Ah, oh, fuck! It sold out. I know. Well, I'm getting yeah. that. I was only going to go to for Spirit Box anyway, but I don't know. I like I like Laugh and Brandon Sacrifice as well. Well, you know, you know, I said my opinion on on the mess on Messenger. Nothing bad. Uh, <laughs> They're just not for me. They're not my cup of tea. Uh, Brand of Sacrifice and uh, and Love. Um, not anymore, anywhere. But uh, speaking on yeah. the lines of dark and depressing music, we have Catania with Arpaline. Oh, honestly, I've. I think it was like 2020 when I first heard City Burials, which is the previous album. And I never really listened to Catatonia much before. They're one of those bands. Like I always remember when I was like listening to songs on YouTube, like when I was just getting into metal, that was always like Catatonia at the side and in, Insomnium and shit like that. All these bands that I always heard the name of, but never actually sat down and listened to them. Um, but yeah, City Burials came out in 2020 and that was like the soundtrack to 2020 for me. Like, you know, dark at home, lockdown. And it just captured this like, atmospheric gothic sort of vibe um you know it's more chilled out it wasn't like you know too intense so it's a nice break away from what i usually would listen to so obviously i had a lot of expectations coming into this album and it doesn't quite hit as much as city burials did but i think if i just separate it from the album because sometimes when a band releases an album that's going to be number one there's not really much that's going to top it for you especially if it's just the first time introducing to them but yeah i absolutely love this album especially this song um, starts off with like some nice electronic sounds, you know, building up that atmosphere, especially when you're like walking around town and everything's really gloomy. It just fits that vibe really well. Mm. Um, yeah, really enjoyed the whole thing. Um, his vocal style in this, you know, it carries a lot and it's got a lot of different twists and turns. And this is a really great band to chill out to and sort of a fit for this sort of dark weather. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I thought it was quite proggy as well, and I I've had like the same same, same sort of feel with with Catatonia. Mm. Like they've been that band where it's always been like, uh, you like the YouTube algorithms like, hey, you might like Catatonia, and I've always been like, what's that other video? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I've I've never really I've never really listened to. Them. I think this is the first Catatonia song I've actually ever listened to. I did I I really liked it. Thought it was a really yeah. good song. Um, thought it was solid, solid. Um, you know, I I, I liked it. It was very proggy, very uh interesting. Um, might make me listen to more Catatonia. Um, yeah, definitely. It's good if you want to chill out. So, um, I mean, some of the sections like that, it does go like not jazzy, but like you know, it's got that sort of like lounge style to it, but like a dark lounge. It's really it's hard to explain. I mean, Catatonia has always had their own like unique sound, and I have gone back and listened to some of their own catalogue. Um, but I'm a big fan of like the new direction that they're going in. Like it's even more sort of dark and dismal and really cool. So yeah, I mean, definitely check out Catatonia. But if I'll be perfectly honest, I, def- I definitely would still recommend City Burials because that's just a fucking masterpiece of an album. Still got it on vinyl, still spin it all the time. And I will be seeing them on the 11th of February. So can't wait. Well, yeah, all you do is go see bands. Uh, honestly, yeah. every time I message you, I was all you doing this weekend. Mm-hmm. Seeing so and so, I do the yeah. same. I think I you've got some more gigs than me, to be honest. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> you know uh, it was yeah. like, come to this gig at Boom. Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, I I, I actually it's a di- I do a daily check of Boom's events. 
purchase and I'll just buy what buy tickets. Um, no, I do. It's a genuine daily t- check. I go on Facebook, and it's the only thing I use Facebook for. I search boom, go on events, and see what's going on. And if it's someone on, like, if it's someone last minute, and it's like someone I want to go see, I'll just go that day. Spontaneous. I like it. I like what's it. What's next for you then? Um, my next one is Jesus Peace Gates of Horn. Mm, yeah, yeah, I tell you what, I tell you what, this album's hitting something different though. Don't feel like it. Don't, I mean, I know that we know there's an album coming. You know, there's yeah. they've already released two tracks, but the two tracks are hitting something different. Oh like, yeah, they're not like other Jesus piece. I mean, they are, but they aren't. Do you know what I mean? Like they have like a lot more to it. Um, music video for this is also really fucking interesting. Like Aaron Hurd and the fucking drummer doing like Crab Maga. <laughs> In slow motion, I thought it was a really interesting music video. I thought it was just something different. Yeah, um, I liked but it. yeah, fucking slaps, just slaps. That's all I can say. Just absolutely fucking slaps. Um, it's it very interesting, like new tones. I feel like they're leaning more towards like a metalcore sound in this yeah. one. I but like the that. like heavier side of metalcore, you know what I mean? Like kind yeah. of not the not even like the old side, but there's like you know. At least now there's that branch of like heavier style metalcore stuff like Dark US and shit. But now nah, I proper I proper enjoyed the song, especially like you know it wastes it wastes absolutely zero time of getting into it. Like you know as soon as you plug it in, it's like we're going. Yeah, and I, the breakdown in it, whoa, mate, fucking whoa, whoa. But no, like they're still a hardcore band, but I feel like they are putting some fucking elements in there like that. Um, but yeah. Not what I expected from Jesus Peace, if I'm honest. Like the two tracks have, have surprised me. Um because yeah. I, I thought at this point I kind of know what Jesus Peace are gonna do. You know, like I thought, oh, it's gonna be kinda like this, it's gonna probably do this. And uh yeah, I've been very, very pleasantly surprised. Um It's almost like, like heavier, it's, isn't it, than the previous stuff yeah, and which is impressive. It's, it's heavier and it isn't, if you get what I mean. It's like heavier. But there's also some new tones that add an extra little tidbit to your music listening experience. Yeah, it's like, it's a bit more, not avant-garde, but it's a bit like even experimental, a tiny bit dark, but also like, you know, the, the heaviness is amped up to a million. So yeah, no, proper interested band for sure. Like they've got, they've got definitely got their own sort of formula for how they do things. And again, a, another awesome live band, like when we saw them, like I knew they were gonna be good, but like they proper throw me off guard of how amazing they actually were. Like, I was a fucking dick. What that an night. atmosphere! I was a dick <laughs> that night. I turned I turned into such a bellend in that pit. Like <laughs> I was such a bellend. I apologize to everyone that was there. I, it was just something about it. Just something yeah. about it. Fucking so this it, some wrong. kind of switch. Like, but yeah, no, amazing band live. Fucking, I, honestly, I'd I'd see him again in like heart, heart, heartbeat if they're like, yeah, it's fifty quid a ticket. I'm like, oh, paying that fifty quid. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Um, so next to me, the band I'm pretty sure if you're listening, you probably heard of before. It's Obituary with the song "The Wrong Time." Never heard like, of them. 
No, obituary, like, that's a consistent band. They're like the ACDC of metal. Like, you know what to they expect. Are, yeah. It's it's it's, a, it's a obituary. But, like, you know when those fucking grimy riffs come in? You know, those slow-cooked riffs? Like, oh, delicious. Dude, oh, wait, no, I was about to do a riff, but I realized it's not a fucking obituary. <laughs> it's similar. But I realized it was fucking fugitive. It's like do 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 do. no, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about a song. No, mate, what a fucking album! Oh, what yeah. a fucking album! Honestly, I, I listened right. to it. I I listened to it, and I was like, because oh. I didn't have no fucking clue a bit true or even release. They just kind of went here it is. Why yeah. they just didn't do anything? Which is what, for it. Which like, exactly what go. exactly what you can do in it when you're a bit true. It's like yeah, it's yeah. an album. Know that you're gonna sell fucking tons of copies. Well, you know, I found it was a bit different to what I'm used to with a bit true. It kind of, you know, it sounds like an insult, but I don't mean it as an insult. But if I felt like Dad Rocky Death Metal. <clears throat> yeah, I know what you mean. You know what but I mean? It's, it does it does it really well? And there's like some, especially in the wrong time. Like I still have that, like you know, those choruses stuck in my head. They're saying do 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 do. The right mm. mindset. The wrong time. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I love. I kind of love that about them in a way, because like you know, they, they make death metal hits, like stuff you can sing along to. Like you know, yeah. how iconic was the chopped in half, or like more like chopped in. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> it's more like how it is. No, I, I, I you know, it one of us as well. Where it came out, and I genuinely had no clue until like a mate, like, have you listened to Betcher record? And I was like, "Huh?" Anyway, I was like, like "It's fucking out." And I didn't even know they were fucking doing. Well, yeah, no man. It was James. James was like, "Have you listened to the new obituary?" I was like, "There's a new obituary." Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Huh?" And I fucking played it. I was like, "Yep, yeah, it's obituary." It's exactly yeah, man. They just do everything right. Like they know they know how to make death metal for sure. I mean, they've been around since the nineties. They were there in the beginning, and it's good to know that they're still releasing like consistently great albums. So yeah, check out Wrong Time if you haven't. I'm sure you have, but yeah. Well, not only that, not only that. The I hope they do some similar fucking tour that they did in the US. Cause did you see that fucking poster? Oh yeah, I was there, like on death and shit. Yeah, I was there like, mate, fucking get me there. I. Why does the states get better fucking the like way better lineups than we ever will? Literally. Yeah, I mean, like, I look, I want to go to a show in the states. Yeah, you know I mean, me just too. fucking, I don't know how, I don't care how much it costs. There's just certain shows where I see see the poster and I'm there like, get me a fucking flight. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah. What's next for you? The next one is a good bit of. This is a very, being a very death metal heavy list i've got to say. oh yeah I, <laughs> um but my next one is uh, a good old japanese death metal band called cruelty with burn the system what a fucking banger what a banger i i, I fucking love cruelty got into them last year um because they kind of they had like a moment where they kinda, they blew up in the hardcore scene and what was weird, what got me into Cruelty, is that they did a, a hardcore show in the US, and 
they got like like old school like death metal guys going no karate in the pit, and they tweeted out, "Guys, it finally happened!" with like a, phone, a screenshot of the video <laughs> and that and that comment. And I just thought that's hilarious. Let me check out Cruelty, and I checked them out. Fucking pleasantly surprised. This new track uh, they haven't released out in a little while. I, I say a little while. It's probably twenty twenty one, and they're like, "That's a while ago." It's only two years. But they haven't released out really in like two years, I think. Um, just off the top of my head. That's not an exact number. But uh, yeah, fucking, I really loved how raw it came across. Um, like what you were saying, the kind of like, it's kind of like Sangra Suga Bog in a way, where it's yeah. just, it's not overproduced. It just doesn't stay its welcome. It just, you know, comes in, you know, it's just brutal. Does what it needs to do and then just leaves. And I I really liked that about the track. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, like I said, it is it is similar to Sangra's above in that way, like a very, very like caveman esque, which I love. You know, this this is sort of new school slash reminiscent of old death metal, but like with new flavors. And I really appreciated the vocals in this because, you know, it sort of reminded me a tiny bit of like Mikhail, like all bloodbath style in a way, like because yeah. it's like that sort of overpoweringness of the instruments, like because sometimes you know I've talked about it before, like I like the vocals to be just as powerful as the instruments, or if not like a tiny bit more, because I think like the vocals are like such a integral part of death metal. It's what makes it death metal in a way. Like, it's not just the instruments. So to have that as just as much of a force in the music as it is as the guitars and the drums. That's how I felt about cruelty. And yeah, the whole song was just brutal from start to finish. Nice bits of tempo changes. You know, it's not just one dimensional. Yeah, proper good track. Loved it. Yeah. And I I just love how I also love how they just structure the riffs. Like yeah. it does it each riff flows into the next really, really fluently. Um like there's no bit where you're going, eh, you know, you didn't have to do that though, did you? Like Yeah. Is there it's like everything's there for like a purpose it's like it, it transitions well and you're like oh okay and it makes the entire thing just very more very much more like well put together and i just thought i can't i hope i hope this is them either releasing and you know like raring up to release a new ep or like a new album um because I, i'd it'd be a shame if it was like a one-off because that song was a banger yeah, yeah i mean i'd like to see what they're doing next what they do with like an ep absolutely absolutely i'm looking forward to it um so next on my list i'm going to change the tune a tiny bit i'm going to go for some good old depressing blackmail with liper schlaff i think so that's how you say it schlaff yep no um i was up to obviously seeing what's coming out recently this was like um quite a talked about one in terms of like the black metal world and honestly it set the bar pretty high like it's very atmospheric like i enjoyed the whole album very dark very gloomy and <laughs> the song in particular i love the tremolo picking in it because instead of like just like fast blast beats and then tremolo picking like just going as it usually does you know they sort of like slow things down and like it's just like a melodic harmonic tremolo picking section and i think that really adds to it really takes you away and you know <laughs> don't have a sleep talking situation um but yeah um proper takes you away very immersive album very immersive song and yeah um 
I like the way it starts as well. You know, you've got that sort of acoustic um, monotone section at the start and it slowly builds into this like almost epic and grungier section in the middle. So yeah, no, amazing band. I think they've definitely set the bar high for black metal. Oh yeah, definitely. It reminds me a lot of, um, what's the band? Petushka? Yeah. Reminded me a lot of Petushka. It was a very relaxing listen. Like it yeah, was enjoyable. It wasn't like, you know, like your standard black metal. It reminded me a lot, actually, of like Batushka meets Mole. Yeah, I see the mole influence yeah, for like, sure. Like with the clean fucking hell, what have I done there? Shook the entire desk. Um but yeah, you know, like with the like the clean singing in it, that's really nice. Very yeah, nice. Absolutely. Um but yeah, it's not like you know you just standard like, like blast beats, it's just I love how like Blackmore was sort of transformed into it can be anything. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's it, that that really it does really bring that theme of it. It's just it's just a nice listen. You know, it's not like but go burn a church. You know, it's like, hey, why don't you just sit down be for depressed. a second? <laughs> yeah, sit down for a second, mate. Yeah. No, that's what I love about it. You know, it's nice to sort of put on, relax. Um, even though like the content might be dark, it's sort of got that, yeah. you know, therapeutic that, vibe to it. It had a dark feel to it, but it didn't feel like, like it was dwelling on it. It felt like a positive, yeah, sort of dark, tranquil. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely loved it. What's next for you? All right. Well, <laughs> mine switching it up. You know, we've had hardcore kids do death metal. No, having hardcore kids do death, but they do hardcore, hardcore. Um, hardcore kids do hardcore. Yeah, hardcore kids do hardcore. Volume one, um, <laughs> you know. Um, their next one is "End It," uh, Familia Finito. These guys don't fucking miss. These get out. Honestly, they're having a fucking moment in the hardcore scene. Like every fucking thing they do is just like hard instantly. Like it's you know what you're getting with End It. I feel like they're not like they're not like one of those people where one of those bands where they go, you know, here's an album completely different to what we've done, or here's a track completely different. You know what you're getting. It's straight up punk hardcore, but that's why I like about what I like about it. Yeah, I mean they're not trying to reinvent the wheel. They're just making a very solid version of the wheel, and that's yeah. what's prevalent in this track. Seems like guys are like proper fans of, of hardcore, like its roots as well. Like you can tell that they were very heavily influenced by like Agnostic Front and shit like that. Um, you know, I love how aggressive it is. It's just like one minute of just pure aggression, doesn't stop for a moment to breathe, it's just punches you in the face and fucks off within a minute. Yeah. And you know, it just says Benito. <laughs> That's a fucking awful pun. That's not even funny. Um <laughs> No, it honestly, I just I really enjoyed it. Like again, I really hope this is them rearing up to do like an EP because they dropped an album or an EP. Is it was it an album or an EP? I feel like it was an EP. But they dropped one last year that was on my fucking like top tens of the the year. Do you know what I mean like I really got into them and I really think that if they do it again, they can definitely do it again. Um, like I, I honestly love this band. At this point, because you know what you're getting, says what it has on the tin. You don't like it, it's obviously not for you. But and that's why that, that's why I like the guys. They're very just like we're punk, you know, classic punk hardcore band. 
Yeah. What do you, exactly. what do you need? I mean, I like how it's got some sort of like, you know, it's got some bounce to it, you know I mean? You can definitely get down to it for sure because of that like mid-tempo. That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually putting a good chair. I'm not going to lie. Um, they do. You should have come. You didn't fucking come. Sometime. <laughs> so many shows. Fucking hell. Um, so last to me, a band that I'm a massive fan of, uh, Periphery, with the song Wildfire. <laughs> So this came out I, I, again. It's one of those things like with you slaps. and the victory. I I fucking had no slaps. idea. I had no idea it was fucking coming out. Like I didn't know they were even making music, but then that came out. Now I was just like, you know, right off the bat, coming in with the heavy shit. You know, they they've gone to get like up and down with like you know how heavy they want to take things. You know, they had like um, episode three select like, difficulty, which is like sort of like more chill. But then there was some like pretty heavy hitters on the last album, like Church Burner. Mm. and they don't take themselves too seriously you know what i mean like I, I can't remember what the name of the new album is but i'm pretty sure it's like gent is not a genre or something like something silly like that um but yeah no this fucking oh, so good like it's they're extremely technical but the, i think they were almost like a great gateway into like that side of prog for me because you know they know when to turn it down and they managed to make it like progressive but also like catchy um, you know, some of the vocal laying down in this is is absolutely brutal and insane, like the pictures that he goes to. And then he brings it back with like you know, a nice sort of melodic chorus that you can sing along to. Um, but it's like what really interesting to me about this song is how it goes towards the end because it gets towards the end and it sounds like Sims One lounge music or something. Yeah. Like, I think they're just they're happy to throw any sort of elements that they want into it. And it somehow always manages to work because it goes into the Sims lounge music, then it goes into like some jazz, and then like then a really heavy riff, and then it sounds at the end almost like some fucking opening to Indiana Jones or something, like some really epic closer. So yeah, yeah, really interesting I song. That. Really all over the place, but really all right. Yeah, you know I mean like the intro hard as fuck, oh, and then yeah. you get Sims lounge music at the end. Yeah, and then you get fucking Jurassic Park. It's fuck, welcome to Jurassic Park. I was gonna fucking yeah. Super cool, though. The Jurassic World soundtrack brought to you by Periphery. Um, yeah, that's like a gent version of Jurassic Park. Imagine that getting attacked by a D- D- uh, T-Rex by, by, whilst listening to fucking gent. Yeah, instead of roaring, sure... it just goes, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking good, getting though. ripped apart by some raptors. It's like, my sugars bleed players in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, but yeah great song i, I really like i really like the track um it took me by surprise because i I got into like i kind of did get a little bit into periphery um when I, my tattoo artist is a massive fan of periphery and he was putting on quite he puts quite a lot of his tracks on um in the studio but we like obviously when he's tattooing um i was like oh fucking hell who are these and he was like oh, it's periphery so he, uh, i asked if he could recommend a few songs which he did you know, liked what I heard. But the one one of those bands that I went back to, which is why when I heard they were releasing the new track, I had no fucking clue until like, well, until we did this fucking podcast. I honestly didn't know. Until you now sent me your list, I didn't, know per- I didn't know Periphery had a fucking new song out. And if you like this shit, you should listen to fucking Church Burner off the last album. That goes so hard. I have, I have listened to Church Burner. Man. That's one of the songs that we re- recommended, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought, cracking, cracking song. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just it's super interesting because it is 
they just throw a lot of shit into it and it just works. Like they mash it together. Things that you would not think, like, you know, Sims, Gent and fucking heavy metal core together somehow comes out very nicely. Yeah, but that's like Electric Cowboy. Which that like, is very true. Do you know what I mean? That, that, I, I have a name. I know we're going on a tangent, but I've got a name for Electric Cowboy. Go on. Eurovision Metalcore. Oh, it absolutely is. Absolutely. I mean, like, well, they, they wanted is. to be on Eurovision, which proves everything. Which doesn't it? Germany? Why the fuck didn't you do that? Didn't it? You'd have won instantly. I mean, your guy was all right this year, but I mean, fucking hell, nowhere compared to Electric Cowboy. Imagine how much fun that would have been. Mate, it's an instant win. Yes. Instant win. You know, instant win. But Easily. yeah, anyway, periphery. Yeah. Uh, tracking. I really liked it. I thought, yeah, had a lot of elements in. It's one of those where, because I listened to it before we did the podcast, um, because I got like a lift home and I was cooking, so I had to like cram it all in. I found like sometimes I'd have to like skip ahead in the song so I could pick out key parts. And like there were bits where I'd skip and go, the fuck did I... It's always the same song. (laughs) Yeah, I was there like, what the fuck did I miss? So I'd have to skip it back and go, I'm still lost. (laughs) Yeah. It was really weird. But I, I think I really appreciate that in a song. Like, you know, it doesn't always have to be like that. Sometimes I like it to be, you know, just like one good thing throughout. But then sometimes I like a song that's going to surprise me and really take me off guard. And now this seems to be the year for bands just going like completely wild in that last two minutes. Same thing happened with Sleep Token in the summer and when the funk came out. I'm like, I'm like... Who's like, whose idea is it to put these sections in? It's like, you know it's what? It's the remnants right, of COVID. And it stop it's the, the remnants. Riff. Stop the yeah. riff for a second. Let's put some fucking Sims music in there. That's really what it's going to be the year of, of Sims Metalcore. It's good. No, it's the, I think I've got fear. It's the remnants from COVID where they'd be like writing at home and like, I'm fucking sick of writing these like Metalcore. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> you know, I'd like to imagine that it's a bit different to that, but kind of the same. So they've got like some kind of home studio and they're writing riffs and they're all kind of together in someone's bedroom. And then someone's left Sims on in the background and they're like, Can you turn Sims? <laughs> I was like, Wait, actually, wait one second. And then yeah. it comes That's down. fire. That's yeah. fire. Get in the booth. Get, oh, get in the booth. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they've been our picks for, for jam bangers, honestly. Great fucking start to the year. I can't wait to see what February is going to be. I'm sure there's going to be what some more be interesting dead now songs. We've said that. Yeah, be imagine, dead. yeah. It's <laughs> so, really shit albums. Guys, we've decided to skip February bangers. It's just kind of been a letdown, if I'm honest. I mean, we skipped. So we skipped months for last because we forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, we we didn't forget, Brad. We just got busy. We just got busy doing providing, good shit. you know, good interviews Great to content. our listeners, to our one listener. I exactly. Fred, you hope you enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> hope you enjoyed this one, Fred. Enjoy the Sims music. Um, but yeah, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe if you want to see us doing what we're doing. Um, check us out on Patreon, and of course, check us out on social media. Except for Twitter, that's Headbangers Pod One. The rest is Headbangers Podcast. So yeah, yeah. hope you enjoyed. Check out all the tracks. I know it's very death metal heavy, but I'm sure if you listen to us, we do speak a lot about death metal. So go listen to them. Yeah. Um, you know, I like to imagine after I just said that that there is actually a fan that we've got out there that listens but called Fred. Imagine if he so unsubscribes he, now. When he listens to this, he's like, talking to me. But yeah, <laughs> no, anyway. <laughs> so, anyway. Then him dropped me. So, oh shit. Oh, they've been like 
they must have noticed me liking the tweets. Oh. So it's actually like our biggest fan. It's got like yeah, yeah. frame pictures of us and everything. Yeah, on a dartboard. That's... <laughs> but yeah. Love hates us. But yeah, nice thank you so much for watching. And uh, yeah, tune in for the next episode.